Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing Survivor podcast. We are the Live Reality Games Network talking about Live to Give Season 5, right, Sean? Fans versus favorites Five. versus famous. Um, I am Naomi, but more importantly, I am joined by four amazing guests from this season and from production. Uh, up first, right to this side of me, because I don't know my left or my right on the internet, uh, I have Carter Burquist. Carter, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Excited to talk about the episode and the season so far. Uh, we are excited to have you. Thank you for being here. And we have, uh, of course, the lovely Sean McHale, our casting director. Sean, how are you this evening? I'm doing fantastic. Really excited to be here, hear these guys' opinions on how it's been going this season. You know, I'm on this side of stuff, not in their heads while this game is going. So it's always fun to pick their brains a little bit. It is time to definitely pick some brains. Uh, up next, we have Savannah. Savannah, welcome. Nice to see you. How are you doing? I'm doing as good as one can on their boot episode week. So, uh, you know, but but overall, very good. And I'm, it, was, it was fun to watch back and see what I did wrong, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to talk all about it in a nice way. We're not going to, hopefully, we'll be yes, less yes, dramatic yes. this time around. And of course, we have uh, Ryan Elder. Ryan, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me on here. This will be fun. Uh, I'm so excited. Alex Wagner already starting off saying uh, the facial hair in this podcast is immaculate. <laughs> I just want to say I shaved for this podcast, Alex. So how dare you? Um, <laughs> well, guys, it's going to be such a fun discussion. I want to start off uh, by asking you guys if you had anything that you wanted to talk about from the first four episodes, the early tribes, the swap, the second swap. Guys, Anything that you want to talk about in particular from the first couple episodes? What were y'all thinking voting off famous people so early? <laughs> well, I don't think you, any of you guys did it, right? No, Carter and I, we, we Carter, didn't have an opportunity. Well, that's no, I haven't been to tribal yet. Well, that's a great question to you, Carter. Like seeing other people go home from the famous tribe, what were you sort of thinking seeing that go down, especially knowing that one of your closest allies from a previous game is James? Did you did you have any fear in your heart that the purple shirts were being targeted? Oh, I, I figured that was going to be the case. And I, I came in knowing that if I wasn't threat number one, I was threat number two behind James. So seeing purple go home, I was not by any means shocked. Um, it was to be expected. I thought you know, maybe some relationships can form and, you know, hopefully purple can stick together. But I, I was not surprised when the first couple came back and it was all purple. Um, yeah, I was, I was definitely kind of expecting something like that. And Savannah, for you, you connected with Macy uh, really early days. I just want to know about your relationship with Macy. You talked in the episode about how you guys talked about softball. Where did this friendship sort of come from in the early day of the game? Literally the first moment she showed up to the social, like she came in kind of a hot, like coming in hot. And I was like, I'm already, and I am liking it. And we like immediately bonded over softball, over like getting ready for the event and like kind of feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And I felt like we just kind of clicked on those things. And um, we were on the first two tribes together, which was super awesome. And we're able to like, spend the night together with the first um, tribe, not having to go to tribal council, just being able to like goof around and, you know, have fun. And we had, um, were able to do that. And then in that second tribe, we, we were honestly kind of the swing votes. It felt like a lot of both of those votes. So it was like, we were kind of forged in fire a little bit there. So um, yeah, it was super fun and um, just kind of crazy that we got swapped all three times on those tribes. and. Uh, unfortunately, it maybe put a little bit of a target on our backs. So uh, being that clearly bonded together or whatever. So why can't we just let people be friends and survive? Why do we have to vote one of them out? Um, and Elder, I want to ask you, because I would say that you, your edit in the first four episodes, no fault of your own. People want to vote you out, man. Were you surprised <laughs> to see this all kind of playing back? I mean, I knew because based on my season four edit that I was going to be a target. Um, and I'm just, I'm also kind of an easy person to vote out first because of that or early. So because people, you know, they know I had a great experience last time and I got to do a whole bunch of great bucket list survivor things. 
So I, I would vote me out, you know, like absolutely. So the, honestly, that's one of the things that drove me to fundraise as hard as I did is because I knew if I had to go to the first couple tribals, I'd be toast. It's just too easy. Like I can't, I can't play my game coming in with that big of a target on my back. So yeah, I mean, winning, winning, uh, immunities over and over again was awesome. And then getting to parlay my two, I already had connections by the time I, you know, have to, have to go to tribal. So. Mm -hmm. And, and the convenient safety that you haven't used up whatsoever. I um, just, this is the first of two. So I have two and I use the first one in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Which, a real, a real thrifty use of your, <laughs> um, I'm, I was sandbagging them. Yeah. You're, you're not yeah. wrong. I wanted to ask you about uh, the relationships that you saw and put together on these tribes. I, I mean, when you're thinking about casting a game and you know you have players like Carter and James who have played together or Janicky and Daniel who have blindsided to each other, like what is your process in, in putting these people on the same season? It was so difficult. Like you do not know the arguments that go on in the background, but the simple fact of the matter is, is we already were making not enemies, but you know, we had to make so many tough decisions and read these dynamics because there were so many other interested parties that had played before as well. And we need to once, for one thing, we need to come up with a dynamic. Like we need to see like people who played well together, people who are entertaining characters, but people who also matter to their charity, like that were connected to their charity closely. But then we have people like Danielle and Janicky, or Danielle, wow. Uh, Daniel and Janicky, who, as we said, the blind side queen, Daniel was one of the targets. And we wanted to see what that, what would come of that. Like, were these people going to fight? Were they going to be able to turn around? And as we saw this episode, they were talking, they reflected on their past and they were trying to evolve their game. So seeing where that goes, is going to be fascinating for everyone. But yeah, we wanted some of that drama coming into the season. And of course, as we know, there were some unexpected unsuspected things that occurred since we cast the season pre-pandemic. As we know, we got in a sick, as we know, like sadly, as we saw from last episode, and we all know Carter, you know, ended up replacing Sunday. She was initially on our cast due to uh, bless her soul, everything that went down. And so of course there's unexpected things like that that occurred, but we really were looking at these dynamics, where we can put them, what we can do to create a little internal, external tension prior to the season even starting. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if I cut something off. Go ahead. I, I guess, Elder, I'm curious to get your take. I think watching back up to this point, my biggest regret has been not connecting more with you on our initial first try. And I think we both read it right in that we were both such big targets. And I was worried that if we talked, that that would even put a bigger target on my back knowing you had safety, but I'm kind of curious what your thought is. On yeah. That. Yeah. My head was in the same place as you. I was kind of going, well, you know, I'm just going to do my best to build social bonds on our starting tribe with you. I, you know, I, I was thrilled with our starting tribe. Like they begged me to give a name in my confessional. And so I said, Elizabeth too many times. I know <laughs> um, in those first couple episodes, but like that's those six people were like people that I came into the game wanting to like connect with on a personal level first and then a game level second. But I was also actively not talking game. So I could have pulled you aside. Uh, I chose not to because I was hoping that the bonds we made around the fire overnight would be enough to carry me to a point where when we did get to a point in the game where we were forced to talk game, I could go, hey, we're together, right? Um, and we wouldn't have to like be actively seen strategizing. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Um, I do think like it potentially could have bit me in the butt, except for I had those two safeties. So for sure. I think uh, with the two safeties, Ryan, it's always very interesting to have the ability to strategize without your name being able to be thrown out there. It's one of the beauties of like winning individual immunity, but in the tribal portion of the game, I think it really helps to solidify bonds when in a way you know that you can't be voted for so you can really start to build a relationship. So yeah. I think you did a great job of doing that, especially in this episode, leveraging your safety versus uh, what you wanted to happen. Um, 
But before we get too deep in the episode, uh, Sean, I wanted to ask you about casting Savannah because Savannah, I loved watching you play. I thought you were so fun and fun to talk to. And I wanted to know a little bit more from Sean about uh, what made you want to put Savannah on the season, a season where there's only eight people coming to play. Yeah. Mind you, Savannah, only eight people playing who have never played Live to Give before. And that is an elite group of people. I love all the fans so much. Yeah. Sean, tell me a little bit more about bringing Savannah on board. First off, I do need to reemphasize exactly what you just said. These fans blew us away. Like, the amount of applicants we have was so far, like, far and beyond what you could expect, especially, I mean, we didn't even announce, or did we announce the season ahead of time? I don't think we did. Either way, it just shows what our event can do for one thing, and the amount of fan applicants we had was amazing. But Savannah, Savannah was such a unique case. So for the first time ever, due to thank you, Elder, we got an opportunity to um brandon got an opportunity to speak on rob has a podcast and we got quite a bit interest after that thing and savannah actually is one of them that put on her application i heard you on our app we really want to like do it and then her talking about mental health in her family and her sister and everything that's a big thing for us is that connection to your charity and she showed that also she was new to the state you know we cast people from all over the country but we do like to have at least a good portion local just because of that vibe and the giving back to local charities. And Savannah checked all those boxes. But when she came into the interview, we really didn't know what to expect. We didn't. And she just blew us away with one. She's so like articulate in like her own personality and way. Like she just like blows you away. She's such a kind personality. And right away, we're like, this girl's a fan. We want her. And we're like, and getting her through that unique route, like everything she did was like, check the box, check the box, check the box. And we were so happy. We just like seemed to find this girl from like nowhere and came on. And she honestly, like this episode, I just want to say it like one, I, in my head, I am a doorknob. I like could not remember if Macy or Savannah went first. And I was like, I had like this internal battle. I was like, is Macy gonna win? Is Savannah gonna win? Like, what's going on? And I like, and Savannah just killed it, so. Oh, thank you. I don't need my head getting any bigger. <laughs> well, Savannah, what for, What made you want to apply? But, uh, <laughs> Was it listening to that RHAP episode? Uh, like Sean said, I heard them on the episode and I, ever since I had moved to Minnesota, which it's now been three years with the, COVID and everything, it feels like forever real, but um, yeah, it. I had moved. I didn't know anybody in Minneapolis. I just graduated and was like, let's go wherever the wind takes me. Moved up here. And honestly, one of the big things that I did in my free time was binge watch all the old survivors and catch up and like start to listen to all the podcasts and like this, learn more about the like fan world of Survivor and like um, it was just kind of something I had challenged myself to like put myself out on a whim and uh, happen to uh, make it on the season. And uh, yeah, like I said, I didn't know a single person. It was kind of crazy coming in and uh, having to build those bonds from scratch where a lot of people came in knowing, you know, like we already talked about some of those past seasons, which maybe I thought might benefit me because I didn't have any bad blood coming in, but yeah, it was definitely a tricky situation to manage, but I'm super happy I found out about, I listened to that one random podcast and. You should have told me during the game. Um, so now I'm kind of upset. You, you should. I didn't, I, uh, I should have. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it would have helped, but it might have. I mean, I'm just one vote, you know. <laughs> I know, and that round was, that honestly, looking back and watching this episode, that round was so fast. Um, it, 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 when Brandon said you guys have an hour, hour. I was like in my head, I was like, I was like did we no, have an hour? Either. No way. No. And I, of course, that round um, in my confessional, they had asked me about my charity and I just broke down. <laughs> I was a mess. I'm glad they edited something together to make me look at least somewhat sane because I was a mess in that confessional. And I felt like as soon as I came back, I was like trying to keep it together from that. And then like, as soon as I walked back, Macy's like, it's, it's you and me. And I was like, ah, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was so fast and yeah, immediately I felt like we were going to tribal council. So, well, we'll get to the chaos of, yes, of yes. what happened. Don't uh, get too far, first, myself. 
first, Katie has a question for Elder. Will you make a Live to Give theme song? Um, let's avoid that copyright altogether. Make uh, us, a, I think it's a great idea. Sean? I think it'd be fantastic. <laughs> I think that Elder is, as we know, one of the most talented people any of us know. And if he wanted to do it, I mean, I wouldn't complain. Of course, we'd be already exploding with elder everywhere because we love the guy and we could put it some more places <laughs> yeah how much are you going to donate to my charity yeah hey. that's true katie uh -oh. <laughs> well guys let's start out right at the very beginning so uh they have just voted out katie and andrea um two very tough votes and shout out to katie who is in the chat um and now turns out you're swapping I want to know, uh, Carter, did you expect a swap at this point? I mean, you're on such an amazing winning tribe. Did you think that something was going to come to shake it all up for you? I didn't think it would be that soon. Yeah, I mean, as Elder can attest to, I don't think I could have handpicked a better tribe. Um, that second tribe was just, I mean, seriously, I could have plucked everybody that I felt like I had relationships with, and it was like, yeah, I was very yeah, happy. You, you weren't going anywhere on that <laughs> tribe. I think you would have been like last person standing on that tribe if we had to go to tribal eight times in a row or whatever it was. Mm. Like, yeah. absolutely, you weren't going anywhere. It would have been interesting. Yeah, I was very happy. And I thought we had at least one more round. I thought I knew there would be a swap because that's just live to give. But I did think we had another round or two in us. And I was very confident that we would that we would win just based on who we had. Um, so I was surprised yeah. to see a swap that quick, for sure. Uh, you know, I've played a lot of reality games here and there, and I don't think I've ever been on a tribe that was the total package, like that second tribe that you and I were on together, <laughs> Carter. Like, we just had people that excelled at every area of the game. Like, mm -hmm. we had physical people, we had people who were great at balance, who were great at puzzles, super smart. I mean, James did that Sudoku thing basically by himself blindfolded. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I just stood there and said, yeah, go for it, James. <laughs> I'll tell you what numbers you're holding on to. <laughs> oh, my God, that challenge. Well, okay, quick question for Carter and Elder. If you guys had gone to Tribal, do you know who you would have voted for at that time? I know, you know there are rumors of Jack and Angie being on the bottom. Do you have any idea in retrospect who you might have tried to vote for? It would have been I, tough. Yeah. What do you think, Elder? So I know like, so looking back, I wouldn't have pushed anyone because I was safe. So I was trying, I was trying not to push people, but if I wanted to push someone, I personally would have tried to push Ryan and it would have backfired big time. I didn't realize he and James were so tight. Um, well, you but, couldn't have voted for Ryan because Ryan. Oh, he was safe. So I couldn't. Too. Yeah. So, that so really I guess I probably would have pushed Daniel then. Um, I really was trying, I really wanted Jack and Angie to stick around because they're the obvious targets and I like there to be obvious targets, right? Um, and James, of course, and you also people that like, first of all, there's no way I was going to get any momentum against you. And I know Jack and Angie were pushing James, but I wasn't going to do James. You know, I need James in the game, like I said, in that confessional. So I think we would have ended up just being Angie or Jack from mm. most I likely. Think, and truly like every person that tried was someone who I wanted to work with. And so, yeah. but it was just kind of a numbers game. And, you know, I obviously wasn't going to vote out James. Um, I wasn't, which people may not know. I, I actually went to high school with Daniel and I was oh. sure people knew that in the game. I thought nobody would know that. I thought that'd kind of be a hidden like connection that we had and like could trust each other pretty. So I wasn't going to vote out Daniel and then, you know, elder and Ryan were both safe. And so that really left Angie and Jack. Um, at that point I connected a little bit with Angie based on, you know, kind of yeah. her dad and my mom. And I truly wanted to work with Jack, but if we went home, like, I think it would have just been a victim of the numbers game based on who was yeah. safe and what relationships I had. But um, yeah, now that you mentioned it, I think it almost for sure would have been Jack, just because I know I would have pushed against voting out the only woman on the tribe. 100%. There's no way I would have felt comfortable doing that. Um, you know, we finally get to a point where we have to vote someone out. We're just like, well, obviously the woman. No way. That's not happening. So I think it would have ended up being Jack, even though, and this is some tea, um, before Jack was literally one week before Jack was announced on the cast, I had no idea him and I had lunch together. <laughs> so like Jack and I were like 
were friends outside the game. So I was happy when he came back, but I think it would have just been, yeah, numbers. I don't think they would have been in his favor. Yeah, I've, and hello to James, who is watching and commenting with us. Uh, congrats on your marriage. Yes. That's right. Congrats, James. Emily. Old burger to your wedding. Congratulations. Um, and, and Alex is not Andy surviving on the Tribe of Matter for anti-man edit. I have never seen people more screwed than Angie and Jack from this swap. And then in this, this episode that happens, Derek in this episode. Oh my gosh. I've never seen like two swaps where people are more just like, oh wow, it's going to be. Yeah. Crazy. Derek would, Derek is in trouble over there, isn't he? Yes. For sure. <laughs> well, let's get to it. So we have a challenge where you're competing to grab balls with different sort of point values. Uh, and the top nine finishers in this challenge will make up one tribe and the top nine, the top, the top nine, the losing nine in this challenge will make up the other tribe. Um, now, let's all take a moment to read Alex Wagner for Phil. What kind of challenge is this to determine a top and bottom nine? Because uh, when you see how it plays out, you suddenly start to rethink it. And to Alex's credit, he was like, oh, shit. But uh, I will say that I know we had a lot of gripes with this challenge. Does anybody want to air their grievances first? <laughs> I love no. that. <laughs> Uh, listen, I like, I like the chat. I love the challenge. I just don't like it as a way to divide tribes. Um, yeah. and this is meta. Like you won't see me saying that in the game because I didn't on camera, uh, purposefully. Uh, I just think like, I don't like it when people get meta about the game from within the game. So, um, at least I hope you won't see me. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of annoying, <laughs> you know? Um, but you know, whatever, like, we'll see how it plays out. Um, hopefully. Yeah. It hopefully was just it so frustrating. I was so mad. I was running back and forth. We're tired. We're hungry. And all of a sudden, I turn around and, like, five guys are standing around my bucket taking my ball. So I was yeah. like, that sounds terrible. In context. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's because you have more than them. Bigger ones, too. Yeah, I couldn't keep Cam away from my balls, unfortunately. I don't know, I, it well, was just, yeah, that's a problem he has sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I think there was, like, if I had, I mean, it was just all about speed because of the short amount of time, but, like, there were some people who did have their brains worked fast enough to come up with a little strategy, and some people put their envelope over the balls and were hiding their, uh, yeah. some people weren't stealing from them, and, like, I think there was some like people made packs with their people around them, but then that kind of went out the window after, like, the two-minute mark, and... Yeah. Yeah. It was Yeah, my neighbors were Megan and Macy, and I made a pact with both of them, a non-aggression pact. And we, as far as I know, we all stuck to it. Or they stuck to it with me. They didn't have it with each other, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um but one of the reasons why I felt comfortable talking to Macy when we got back to camp immediately was because she honored that. And so I felt like, oh, I can talk to her. We've already built some kind of trust, even though we haven't played together. Uh, during the game yet. Well, I've got to mention there's a little twist to this challenge, which is that there are some lovely checks that have been donated um, that are in the pool. Uh, and I remember hearing a lot of talk about like stealing checks and sort of like, you know, is it is it cool to steal a check from somebody for your own charity? This is a really fun part um, and kind of like a microcosm of what this game is, which is you're playing Survivor, you're voting people out who are raising money for charity, but you're also raising money for charity. Um, and I love that this was a part of the challenge. Uh, and as we see, a lot of the checks go to the people on the winning part team of this challenge. Um, so, you know, Alex, maybe you need to go back to the drawing board just a little bit and we'll see this challenge in a future season. Uh, now, I, I want to ask you guys what you thought about Megan, because in this episode, she reveals that she was actually intentionally losing um, and that she wanted to stay at the bottom of the pack because she thought that she would be more in control in the lower half of of the the cast divided was anybody surprised to see this i was i was really shocked uh, by how impressive i thought this was yeah she doesn't give herself enough credit sometimes honestly she's very uh uh that's literally where i was gonna go megan is literally 
like such a strong individual woman and all these confessionals of her being like i'm old i'm weak drives me nuts because this woman is not a weak woman at all and like mind in physicality like this girl is strong so her throwing it like you can tell that she was doing that and i could see her doing it but like i just hate when she brings herself down because she is literally not that way at all in person yeah i think in the game for her to do that like whether it's intentional or not i think it's totally strategy to downplay herself and she's good at it and you believe you kind of believe it and i think she, you know megan's real strength is her social game i mean it's off the charts good it's and i think it shows that she knows that she knows that's her strength that she's willing to be on the losing tribe because she knows she can navigate that losing tribe socially and uh you know I, super impressive when she said that my jaw dropped and i was like she you know she plays like it on that tribe too mm -hmm. absolutely yeah it's definitely i didn't think of you know it's was a big deal because i felt the exact opposite is if I get on this losing tribe, I'm going to be on the bottom. I have to win this tribe because I'm going to be in a way better spot on the winning tribe than on the losing tribe. Um, and it was interesting to hear Megan say that. And it's a, a really good point because I think she's she's right that she was in a better spot with that group of people than, you know, had she been on the winning tribe. But it's just kind of interesting on different dynamics on where people fell into that. Yeah, it shows a real good sense of self-awareness. And like you said, she has such a good social game, she's able to fit in anywhere she needs to. So Yeah. yeah. My thought was like, I just want to be on a tribe with a bunch of people who just want to challenge. Like, <laughs> seems like they might win another one. I don't know. <laughs> well, Elder, that brings me to uh, the next thing that happens in this episode, which is there is a vote to put someone on yeah. your tribe. Now, it's you and, and Serena. You guys tied for the amount of balls. And I counting these balls, I did not sign up for this when I volunteered for Live to Give. Uh, this was way more math than I expected running <laughs> off of like three hours of sleep. It took but, forever, by the way. Yes, it did. It, it did. Yes, it did. Because we're all, look, we're not smart. We're all just like counting and being like, how much are the blue oh, ones worth? Like, yeah. By the way, during that, during that counting, uh, Macy was working social game with me uh, big time, <laughs> just sitting there waiting. Like she was like, you look just like my good friend from college and like she totally was misting me while we were sitting there waiting for the counting to be done it was impressive that's a that's a great technique just oh you look like someone i know yeah like, she was like he, he's a pastor and i was like well that's that's the similarities apparently end at us looking alike then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh ryan this is an interesting, uh, first of all, I think that the vote, when I saw that it was the choice between you and Serena, I knew immediately that Serena was going to go to this tribe based on her connections with Cam, Bergen, Lance, uh, especially having the early vote. Um, did you think at all that you might get put on this tribe or did you think uh, Serena's going to go there and I'm going to join the losers? Yeah, not for a second did I think I would end up on that tribe. I don't even know. Oh, they put me through the embarrassment of everybody saying Serena's Carter name. Carter gave you a vote, right? I gave you a vote. <laughs> yes, Carter. I really appreciated that. You don't know how much I appreciated that in the moment, even though I knew it was a futile, it, it futile gesture. And you knew it was a futile gesture, too, I'm assuming. Yeah, I did. I knew at that point because I think I was like the fifth one to vote. And it was yeah. like, okay, like it's going to be Serena. But I did truly, like I had already been on a tribe with you up to that point. I hadn't worked with Serena. And so I was like, well, I, you know, would like to work yeah. with Elder. And then, you know, maybe this will benefit me down the, down the road by giving them a vote, knowing it's going to be Serena here regardless anyways. Yeah. I thought it was nice, like a nice sort of moment for Serena and my season four to season five story as well, you know, cause we played season four together and, you know, even though she didn't get to vote me out, she did try to vote me out a couple of times. So uh, it, it was fun that we were up next to each each other in that but yeah i never thought i was ever gonna make that tribe mm. well to break down the new tribes we have on the new uh anoka aka orange we have james lance ryan cam derek jack serena you carter and bergen um and on the new mankato we have elaine daniel janicky savannah megan macy angie elder and elizabeth um I think you can hear, I think Elaine says like girl power. Somebody says like girl power when they realize that this tribe is forming. Um, 
but I have to say the Mankato Tribe is iconic. Like this is such a great group of players. Sean, uh, I have to think that you know while the the gender balance is a little funky, uh, these are still two. They are they, two really great tribes. Oh, they are fantastic. Like the amount of personalities. One, they like split right to a point where like you get like just like they mesh so interestingly on both, and like you get. Angie breaking down, you get Savannah breaking down, you just get a lot of breaking down, and then Ryan just being like about this. Like it was just like a one split was interesting, but how it played out where those bottom people got put in there, it just you you got some interesting personalities all meshed together, and I loved it. I loved it. Yes, so Alex says. Elizabeth popped off in episode five. Can we address this for a moment? Let's talk about Queen Elizabeth. She has not had her due yet. Um, now, Carter and Elder, you guys start out with Elizabeth on your original tribe. And while I think Elizabeth was the easy vote because she took some time to be adjusted to the situation that she was in, uh, Elizabeth is a, a very, very bright young woman and is really, really fun to hang around with. Um, what did you guys think of her sort of really coming into her own in this episode? Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool to see. I, I really enjoyed being on a tribe with her to start. Um, and I, I I don't think she would have been the easy vote. If, if we had gone to tribal, I don't think it would have been her uh, Ooh, looking cool. back. But uh, I could tell she was just so nervous to start. Um, but it was cool to kind of like see her start to come into her own here in this episode. And um yeah, I, I think Lance said it on a previous podcast, but I don't I don't think she would have been the, the first vote. I, I still don't know who would have. <laughs> yeah. That because I didn't talk to anyone happen. about game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in, in yeah, the she's great. Field, that tribe is the one where you're like, what is gonna happen? <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was so surprised because uh, I was with her on the second tribes. Um yes. and like we had that crazy kind of Katie vote that got decided last minute at the band bathrooms and i was trying to get an answer from her and she would not give me anything i'm like we need to make a decision like it's kind of coming up to us in the middle here and like we need to make a decision and she would not give me anything and so when i saw her like they asked who we think said this is a hot mess express i last person i would have guessed would have been elizabeth yeah. and i was like dang go golf girl let's go yeah yeah uh, she's super cool i i studied engineering as well and she's studying engineering so um we immediately clicked on that and so i'm sad we had to kind of go against each other here but uh yeah it elizabeth was has a survivor skill that i am so jealous of which is the ability to keep your mouth shut all the time <laughs> like her social game is amazing and she just she can just cruise under the radar so well it's really impressive um the fact that nobody even considered her uh when she went to tribal the other times like her name never gets mentioned She's, but she's always there voting on the right side of the numbers, like just playing the game really well right now. Sean, is she the youngest cast member or is that Derek? Uh, Derek is the youngest cast member. Fun fact. So we, so we did have a contestant um, that was technically under 18 in season one. That would have been Olivia who was initially going to be cast for the season. Cause that was, that season was just, you know, our weird season, season one that Angie played in, of course, as we all know. But um, uh, she was just under 18 at the time. But now because of like, you know, safety and like rules were like, you need to be 18 to play. But Derek technically post the 18 rule would have been the youngest person to ever to play live to give. Or, oh, now I get Angie comments. Angie's saying she was younger than Olivia. Well, no, no, in this season. Uh, forget. Okay, okay, let's the this season. Was in, in this, this season, season. would have been Derek. Derek was actually not even 18 when he applied. And he would have been the youngest and closest to the turning 18 by the season. But then, of course, we had COVID, which made them both a year older. So Derek was technically the youngest. Yeah. By a couple years, not Yeah, there's a lot of young people on the season. But I think that they have such uh, great survivor skills, like you mentioned, Elder. And we'll see it with Derek, too. Derek was really sort of making a lot of moves behind the scenes, Savannah, on that earlier tribe that you guys were on together. Um and we're going to see in this episode that clearly Derek is kind of the odd man out on uh, Anoka. Savannah, I want to know a little bit more about your uh, relationship with Derek, seeing as you were on a tribe and then you swapped off. Um, 
is he someone that you wanted to work with or were you kind of glad to be not in the same tribe with him anymore? I was skeptical of him, but I definitely loved playing with him. He was so smart and I felt like we bounced ideas of each other. And like, like I said, that Katie vote was kind of crazy. And he was the one where I, we talked through, like, we think Cam has an idol. Like, what do we do? We kind of both were survivor nerds and we were like, can we do a three, two, one vote anyhow? Like we're just kind of like geeking out. And so it was fun to play with him. Um, and I definitely like trusted him. I think to a certain, I could have trusted him to a certain point, but I knew he was good. So like, you know, on a certain point, but yeah, I liked well, playing with him and I felt like we worked pretty well together. So yeah. So so, Carter, that brings me to you. Um, this tribe that you're on, um, the winningest tribe seems to have Carter uh, as the, the factor and James too, to an extent. Um, so for you, Carter, I'm curious how you saw this tribe going um, and, and what you thought was probably going to happen, you know, should you lose next round? Yeah, it was, I mean, it's super interesting. And I think obviously you never want to go to tribal, but looking back, it also makes it really difficult because up to this point, I had no clue who I could really trust and who I couldn't trust up to this point. I had great conversations with, you know, everybody and felt like, yeah, I can trust everybody. Nobody's going to, you know, vote me off, uh, which isn't true, but you have no way to test anything. So um, I don't know what would have happened at, you know, in this episode, I'm still trying to figure out who's connected to who I realized, you know, I came in way underprepared than everybody else did as far as, you know, research prior to knowing who's connected to who. I just came in completely green. I knew the people I played with and that was it. Um, and so there's all these different relationships that I'm trying to sort out. Derek definitely was, you know, on the surface, the odd man out um, on that tribe. But I know I would have done what I could have to steer the vote away from Derek at that point. Um, I'm not sure where it would have fell as far as who, honestly, I have no clue. We never had to talk strategy. You know, I'm sure Derek's name would have come up for sure. I don't know if I had enough um, clout with that group of people to push it somewhere else. But, you know, his name definitely would have been brought up, I'm sure, based on Serena, Bergen, Cam all being together in Lance. That, yeah. that whatever quad of people <laughs> wasn't going anywhere. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a really interesting dynamic. So... Uh just to like talk about it a little bit more. So you have, you know, you and James are friends, but then you have James and Bergen, we're both in the Amazing Race, separate seasons. And then you have, so like Serena, Cam and Bergen are all reunited as oh, the original Silver Tribe. You have Ryan and James, you have Derek and Jack, who uh, one voted the other out. Um, and then you, Carter uh, and Lance were on the same tribe originally. But Lance and Serena are good friends. It's all these really interesting dynamics mm -hmm. at play in this tribe. So we'll see what happens on it. But for now, you're safe. But I definitely knew that this was the firecracker tribe where, like, you know, they're safe for this round. But if they go to tribal council, we're going to see some sparks fly. Um, and so I was a little sad that it was, like, I guess I was, like, I like, you know, I love to see this these alliances form, uh, especially because, um, when you're accidentally on a tribe with maybe four people you're in an alliance with. Um, I know, Carter, you and Ryan and James were really sort of forming something on the earlier tribe as well. Um, this is, I, I, I just want to say to the audience that they need to tune into next week's episode and the week after that, every episode, to see how this all kind of goes. There's goes a lot forward. of relationships at play, and it's, it'll be interesting to see how that our tribe plays it out for sure. Mm, there you go. Thank you for summing me up much quicker. Um, <laughs> Elder, uh, I want to know from you being safe this round and knowing that you're going to tribal, what was your goal here? What did you want to accomplish with this vote? Yeah, I mean, my goal of being safe was not to not push anyone um, and just try to push really just to be like, if people started saying the names that I wanted to protect, maybe try to deflect. So the names, the people I wanted to protect were people from my original Mankato tribe, Elaine. Now, Elaine was someone who I was like absolutely smitten with from the very first second she opened her mouth around me. Um, and, you know, I obviously saw her on the show too, but like just incredible person. And that first night was so fun. I mean, hearing all her stories and 
So I was like, I want to go to the end with Elaine. I don't care if she beats me. <laughs> like, I just love Elaine so much. So I wanted to protect Elaine. I wanted to protect Janicki, who Janicki is really one of the only people on my initial tribe that I did talk any game with. Actually, Janicki is the only person on that initial Mankato tribe that I talked any game with. So I wanted to protect Janicki. And then I also wanted to protect Elizabeth because I just felt like Elizabeth and I did connect a little bit on our initial tribe and I didn't think she would try to vote me out. So I knew I'm safe for two rounds. If I have to, if for some godforsaken reason, I have to go to tribal a bunch of times in this tribe. I want to make sure that I have the numbers once my safety runs out. Mm. Um, and Savannah, for you, uh, you got to be kind of reunited with Daniel. So when you were on the first tribe with, um, but this is, I think, a really interesting position for you. Um, and I want to know more about like how Daniel plays into it because you've been with Macy this whole time and you guys have really formed a bond. But at the same time, uh, everybody that was kind of on your tribe that maybe you were getting along with is now on the other tribe, like Cam. So Savannah, talk to me a little bit about uh, what was going on for you in these sort of treacherous moments. Oh man, it was it was pretty rough for me. I am in my confessional, like trying to talk the numbers out in my head. And previously, I had been pretty no, I'd been pretty vocal about wanting to get favorites out. And I'm on now, now on a tribe with five favorites that are like easy to like come together and vote whoever. Else. And that, that's not me. So I was trying to think through numbers in any way I could. Like my old tribe, I knew I had me, Macy, and Daniel. And I was like, that's a good core. But like, who else do we pull in? Um, and like I said, I think, like you said, Carter, I was not as prepared as I probably should have been. I did not fully understand some of those relationships. Like, you know, Janicky did blindside uh, Daniel at one point, And like, maybe I could have exploited that and like fanned the flame there a little bit. But um like I said, when I just started thinking about it, I'm like, anyway, the number, I was like, if I get all the the fans and the famous, like, we're outnumbered still. And if I wanted to get, um, like, Elizabeth, who I'd worked with, um, I was kind of still, like, one short everywhere. Every way I looked at it, I was like, I cannot figure out a way. And, like, um, yeah, I just felt a little bit hopeless. And when I came back, literally, as soon as I come back, I was like, I just need, maybe I'll just know anybody's else name but me. Um, and immediately I came back from my confessional and it's like, it's you or me. And I'm like, what the heck? How do I, how do I get out of this hole? And I felt a little defeated, but yeah. yeah. Was it pretty apparent right away what was going to happen? Like either Savannah or Elder, like, was there a lot of discussion from the other side? You know, we obviously had no idea. So coming back <laughs> in, we don't really know, you know, what happened or how it went. Yeah. So curious kind of the background. Um, it's hard to remember because I was on like three hours sleep and <laughs> absolutely destroyed from that challenge. But I feel like, you know, Savannah was one of the first people to go do a confessional, which it sucks. You have to do it when they call you. I tried not to. <laughs> I know it sucks. Um, I often volunteer to do it first just because I do like to get it over with. Maybe I can do damage control when I get back. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah. in any case, I remembered, I do remember there was a lot of people throwing, like I wasn't throwing out names, but people were saying names and I was basically going, yeah, I would do that or I'd prefer not to do that, right? And yeah. so, you know, some of the names that were getting thrown out were people that I didn't want to do, um, particularly Macy. At that point, I really just didn't want to vote out Macy because I felt like maybe Macy and I were building some kind of uh, trust with each other. And so when it was like, what about Macy? Uh, can we wait, do we have to do Macy? Uh, what about Savannah? Uh, yeah, I guess Savannah, I, that's fine. You know, so from, from my point of view, I was just agreeing with or disagreeing with names. And the names that were getting said were Macy and Savannah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and I think I brought up Elizabeth too, and you were like, no, no, no. Yeah, you may, you may have. There yeah. was honestly, there was like not a lot of names you could have said to me that I would have agreed with. Um, may, maybe Megan, I mm -hmm. would have been, but it's really yeah, hard, you know. Yeah. What about Daniel? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, Elder, if Savannah at least for me, Daniel, like, what Daniel, would that work? I felt like Daniel was at least one of the people I had on my side, mm -hmm. the few I had there. So I, I felt like if I was gonna get anything to work, I needed him as a number. Um, so yeah. I have this question for you. So where was your relationship with Daniel? We know that you and Macy were super close. Where was your overall like? 
like how close mm -hmm. do you think were Daniel? Because it's like because Macy said she had both of you. You said yeah. you had Macy. She's you know where was Macy that? Had, yeah, I I mean I definitely knew that she had him. Like I could tell that they hit like we're getting along very well. So like I definitely didn't have as close of a um, relationship with Daniel, but I felt like via Macy I had him as well. Like I knew he wouldn't want to like. And I felt like I could trust him, but I knew immediately he was not a good liar. He, I came back and he was like, he wouldn't look me in the eye. So I was like, eh, this is not a good sign. So, um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, funny story though. I did have to use a restroom break during this round. And, um, I remember walking with, um, Megan and Elaine and I swear their whole goal was to just stall me. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to go as soon as possible. And like, they are walking so slow and trying to talk to me and like, I'm like i need to talk to them but i need to be really bad and it was just like i'm like oh, these people are trying to get me out if it was any two other people i would say maybe they were but i just do not think that elaine would ever stall on purpose <laughs> no i talked to them later at post game and like they're like oh no we were just trying to be nice and like make you feel better i'm like yeah. no you were being mean <laughs> That good old but paranoia yes. will get you. <laughs> I know. We worked it all out, but in the moment, I'm like, these people, I just yeah. need to go. <laughs> so, well, so, Elder, my question to you is, is Daniel someone that you would have considered voting out at this point? If, if Savannah says, if Savannah Macy say like, hey, you know, we'll lose one to, to appease you guys. Well, I had just been on a tribe with Daniel, so I think, yeah, I think if, if Daniel's name had been in the mix, I would have not, I definitely wouldn't have pushed against it. Mm. Um, you know, I was going to push against Elaine, Elizabeth, Janicki, and Macy at that point. Mm -hmm. um, anybody else was, I was probably open to. Um, so yeah, if he had been brought up, maybe. It's tough though, because, you know, Savannah and Ma Macy's not going to bring up Daniel. Heck no, right? Yeah. Like, you, there's no way for you to know that D Daniel was probably the person who could have gone instead of you. And be in, and looking back now, it's just results oriented to say that you should yeah. have done that yeah. because you were tight with Daniel. Like you're not yeah. going to throw your own ally under the bus in that yeah. moment. No. And that also brings up an interesting point on, on the other side of things is, is we have Angie um, who I'm sure like elder, like you knew a little bit, but, uh, or, or a lot, you know, I also did not study the connections before I came and George lived to give, but I should say that, uh, Angie also came from the tribe with Megan originally, the Orange tribe, um, and is maybe one of the least connected people on this tribe just in terms of previous tribes, right? In previous uh, places that yeah. she was on. And I know she also came from that same tribe that you and Daniel were on, Elder. Um, but I'm wondering if your thought was that Angie was someone who was also sticking around maybe to a, like a lower tier. Like you have your top tier of people that you're, you're keeping around. Yeah. Is Angie on a lower tier or is it just that you weren't going to vote her out as well? Yeah, I probably wasn't. I, I, uh, I realize now I would have pushed back against Angie's name as well because Angie was one of the few people on my previous tribe with Carter who came up to me and talk, tried to talk strategy with me. Mm -hmm. And like, I sat there and talked to her a lot around the campfire and stuff while we were just waiting, uh, you know, cause we got a lot of time to talk. We didn't ever have to go to tribal on that tribe. So, uh, you know, I felt like we connected a little bit and I felt like Angie was someone where we didn't have a specific alliance. Hey, let's work together. But I knew there's a good chance she's not going to push to vote me out if, if it comes down to that. So I, I was sort of trying to keep Angie around at that point too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the list of names of people that I was willing to vote out was pretty slim. Um, unfortunately. Uh, Savannah, what does Ryan have against you, man? What the hell? It's not, <laughs> we just never played together. No. Listen, if, if Savannah and I, I know, played honestly, together. I got into this tribe and I'm like, I have not played with yeah. Five of the people. That's enough to get me voted out right yeah. there. So like Yeah, that's tough. And it's and even the people that I like I didn't trust Elizabeth a hundred percent by any means. And Daniel, I like I knew he was like a ally of an ally, so like, I thought I had him, but you know, it's it kind of was like just luck of the numbers. And honestly, I will say elder because the other the other way I could shuffle the numbers was boys and girls. I know that's lame. I didn't want to have to go over there, but I, I mean it occurred to me had, for sure. Because you had two rounds of safety, like like that kind of threw that plan out the window too, because 
if we voted Danny out, then it's like we have to turn on somebody anyways. So, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could have done that. You could have said like, hey, like, let's let's just all ladies work together and vote out the, the men. Um, and you do that with Daniel, but like you said, then then you have to vote one of yourselves out anyway. Yeah. So that that didn't occur to me, but that absolutely had to have been yeah. a factor. So, um, Sean, something I want to ask you um, because Macy is such a standout this episode um, is I love uh, I think I was I was kind of there filming this, and I love what what Macy says to you, Savannah, which is like you need to vote for me, like. If, if it's between you and me, like, do not, like, don't try and be my friend, vote for me. Sean, yeah. um, would you have expected this from Macy, you know, going through the whole casting process with her, bringing her on to the season? Because um, I thought it was a great sort of like, hero like almost like a Rupert-esque move in some ways, like old school survivor, like, like, don't worry, buddy, I'm rooting for you. What were you thinking, Sean? We really did not know what to expect from Macy. I'm going to be honest. We thought Macy could be first boot. We had no idea her survivor knowledge. In all honesty, Macy was um, brought on. She was one of our replacements due to a situation. Um, we were supposed to have Papa Smurf play again um, from Survivor Fiji. And he, um, bless his soul, is going through some, you know, health stuff. He is old, as, as we all know. And... Uh, he just, he couldn't do it. So we were reaching around and we knew her through, um, some channels. She went to college with me actually. And, um, Miss North Dakota and we're like, you fit the theme. And she's like, we literally didn't know her survivor knowledge. She's like, I think I know survivor, but she's like, what is one of those? Like I watched it as a kid, like da, 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 da. And we're like, okay. So honestly, she could have been playing the Rupert game. Like that might've been the knowledge, but then there were so many times one minute we'd be like, wait, does this girl, has this girl just been binging? Does this girl know Survivor like the back of her hand? Some of the stuff she'd say. And then the next minute she'd hold up a leaf and be like, um, is this a hand immunity <laughs> idol? So it's like, when she did that with Savannah, I was like, know what? I respect what she's doing. I 100% see where she's coming from, but none of us knew where this girl's game was going, where it was coming from, or where it is going. She was a yeah. wild the whole process honestly i kind of thought of her as like just from the first night of talking like she kind of played that i don't i don't really know because we were talking a lot of like specifics of real survivor and um she'd be like oh i don't know what what are you talking about and like you know those things and i'm like this is perfect like i do get along with her but also i can kind of use her and as an extra vote in my pocket all the time like i mean obviously like i said we bonded on the friendship level as well but i'm like but going into some of those other votes on that second tribe i like would say something and i i knew it was not as good for her as it was for me and she'd be like no we shouldn't do that and i'm like wait do you know more than i think you know <laughs> Dang it. so but it, it worked out and we did we did it was a really nice moment i was like i can't vote for you but um ultimately like i said if there's any chance i was going to survive i did not she she knew what she was talking about and i was very impressed and it was a sad moment I never wanted to experience, but it was nice. It was nice walking back, I think. In the moment, it did not feel good at all. <laughs> but no, yeah. it didn't. Um, Carter, did you want to say something about No, racing? no. I mean, I would echo what Sean, I thought what Sean said was pretty funny because that's the exact read. I mean, I talked with Macy in the social mm -hmm. and like, I, you know, we were kind of like, okay, we're the two, like, I'm on the famous tribe, but I'm in no means famous, you know, and we're the only two without reality experience. So we should probably kind of, you know, not go for each other essentially. And then she would say some things where she's like, she doesn't know anything. And then she'd say other things where I'm like, wait, like that doesn't add up. Like, you know, a lot more than you think than you're leading on to know. So it's kind of interesting that you said that Sean, cause that's the exact read that I got. So we'll see if it plays out more, but it was, uh, it was pretty funny. Yeah, what a yeah. character Macy is. The leaf is so funny. So funny. Oh so my funny. god. Like, that's what I, I had to say. I mean, she's I joking, right? Don't you think? Oh yeah, she was totally joking. But okay. yeah, she, I hope just, so. I think she was joking. She's but. she knew way more than she was letting on. I, you know, James James actually kind of mentioned that, Carter, on when we were on that second tribe. James was talking about Macy and he was like I don't know what my read is on Macy, but she's really smart and she's really charming. So we should we should watch out for her. And I was like, so going into that tribe, I I was like, I had a really healthy respect for Macy's game already going in, not having played with her just because James had been talking her up. Mm. And um, 
you know, that just, I could tell instantly she was definitely, her social game was insane. So mm -hmm. if she had, you, you know, even 10% of a strat strategic game, she was going to be dangerous. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think that's what made Savannah, the two of you, really dangerous. Combined with Daniel as a third, I think you guys um, had a lot of control on the last tribe you were on. And now on this one, it just sort of swung the other way. But yeah. you guys were a great dynamic duo. Um, Alex says Slacy, which... Uh, Is that going to stick? I, Alex, <laughs> keep the nickname to yourself. Um, but I, Savannah, I love watching you guys play. And um, I, I'm very excited, Savannah, for you because you have a spot on the jury. You are joining our jury with Andrea. Um, and I think that you are, you put the fan and fan, I guess, like, you know, it's like we've seen a real survivor. People come out and they say they're a fan and they're not even a fan. And like, you are such a fan. And so I was super I excited that you got to be a part of this group. that's going to determine the winner of the season. How did it feel getting that, uh, maybe the one bright spot after getting voted out? Yeah, it was super cool. I knew I was right on the edge of that small gift and, um, yeah, I was just really excited. I was not expecting it, to be honest. And so I, um, was kind of ready to go home, but I was way more excited to like sit there and be on the jury and, you know, get to welcome the people as me and Adrian kind of get to be the like queens of, I think she said she was a queen. I was, I was the princess of the jury. So, um, <laughs> yes. And it, we had a good time. So, and it, like I said, I was excited to kind of geek out and hear all the stories of people coming in and, um, you know, get yeah. the load down and let my little survivor nerd brain. I knew from season four, being on the jury is awesome. And I wanted to do it. If I, you know, short of winning, yes. I yeah. wanted to do it uh, because you just sit around and eat all day. <laughs> it's the best. And rub it yeah. in their faces. Yeah. 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 We sure did. We sure did. And we got no food. So seeing the jury, yeah, uh, you know, is not fun yeah As oh you're talking about your season when you made yeah right. yeah uh, mm -hmm. i i really like and you guys for tribal councils really sat in that heat like like you guys went through the elements out there i was like this is they're all going to come back like just as sunburnt as they do on real survivor with the way that they have to do these tribal councils in broad daylight um i just want to ask each of you guys if you have uh, a fun or funny memory from this season, something that uh, maybe didn't make the edit or did that you just want to sort of point out as like uh, something that reminds you why Live to Give is so much fun to participate in. Does anybody have anything they can remember off the top of their head? Well, you know, it was touched on in this episode, but uh, I want to paint the picture a little better. When Elaine scared, I think it was Megan and Serena. Yes. Who was it going to the bathroom? Katie and Serena. Um, no. What is sort of, what was left out of that was that Elaine like crouched in the bushes for like five minutes before they showed up. Like she was like, I'm going to go down the path. And then next time someone shows up, I'm going to scare them. And we had just been scared by what sounded like a weird ghost in the night or something. Do you remember that Carter? We yeah, all, we we're all like backing away from the noise and Elaine is like heading towards the noise with her flashlight. So like tension, like we were already full of anxiety in the middle and it's dark. You guys, like you don't know how dark it is because we're under full tree cover in the middle of the night. Like you cannot see it's pitch black. You can't see anything. Yeah. So I, I'm sure it was just absolutely terrifying for them to have her jump out like that. Yeah. That was entertaining. That was so funny, funny man. <laughs> I felt bad, but also it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, for me, like, looking back it's like interesting to watch and just remember how exhausted you are like i think you know for anybody who's playing in the future or just kind of watching like it's no joke like realizing like you've no clue what time it is i'm guessing we're on like you know basically no sleep it's hot they give us no food basically like no water i mean we got water but no we got water nothing else but you're just like your mind goes to mush very quickly and so it's yeah. not like a, you know, we're sleeping on a tarp with nothing. So it's uh, yeah. it's funny to go back and remember all those long nights and, and everything. Yeah. Especially seeing myself this episode, like, let the emotions kind of take over me. Like, I'm very, I'm, in my real life, like, when I'm fed and slept, 
I am a very logical, analytical, competitive person. Same. And I'm like crying, blubbering mess who makes no sense in my confessional. And yeah, it definitely took yeah. a toll. But yeah, honestly, I've... for me, my fun moment is just like, honestly, getting to meet these people that I watched on my TV. It was so, this is like one of my first live events that I ever participated in and getting to do it with like Elaine, who I loved on my screen, Jack, who was like, I love the circle. Like, it was just so cool. And to hear all their stories of like the amazing race and where they got to travel to, like just sitting there, especially that first time talking to James, like it was so, I literally felt like a kid on Christmas morning, like, wow, look at that. Like, <laughs> it was so fun. So yeah, it was, it was a good time. Sure. I remember walking over to the green camp and hearing you guys talk about the amazing race. And I was like, I kind of have things to do, but I more just want to sit here and listen to this conversation. <laughs> and I was like, ah, shoot, I got to go. But I loved hearing you guys yeah. all interact. That was a real, oh, that was a great, that early green tribe was a great camp. Um, and such a fun group of people. Sean, any fun memories for you on this season so far? I think what I wish we could have, I mean, so I was, leading the Anoka camp up till literally this swap. So yes. I was on, and as we know, up until we made them this winning team this time, that had the orange curse. It was lose, 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 lose. And yes. I'm oh my gosh, you had to go to so many, you had to film, Sean and Nick, the orange tribe handlers, were filming nonstop. I would just have to beg them to keep going. It was, and you know, it was like, kind of stressful but it was like I just know like I feel like this first we'll say I don't know third of the game quarter of the game whatever it was like we could not fit into the episodes every single thing that went down like the amount of emotions and strategy and she said he said they said that was going on was I think that was what was so fun to me and seeing what we're able to break it down to to make it have a make sense through line because I think more to a majority of those tribals i would go up there and i'm like nick and i would just be talking we're like we have no idea who's going and then we'd be arguing we'd be like and i think that was what was so fun to me that you guys all like every single one of you were playing at such a level above like what you expect but like like even us as handlers weren't knowing always who was lying to who who was doing what and it was just that was so fun for me it was such an experience these people came to play and they're playing for charity and they're playing for just so many cool reasons and they really put in the work so yeah um sean one of my favorite moments i have the photo here is you fell asleep during a challenge and so i started taking <laughs> selfies with you um that was one of Guys, my i don't i rarely sleep during this event i have been the person who will stay at that camp I overnight you're, until I die. you're insane yeah season four sean you were the first person up both oh, mornings yeah. at yes. camp with the camera going yes. yeah I love, it. I love it. Insane. But you fell asleep next to me and it made me laugh very hard. Um, but <laughs> guys, I know for a fact that the next few episodes are going to be amazing because I know what happens in this game. I won't say anything. You guys know what happens in this game. You have to tune in to see what yep. goes on with these guys. Um, I have to give a shout out to Alex, to Brandon, to everybody involved in production, our amazing editors. Jorge and Luke and Hunter and Dom. You guys are crushing it this season. Um, and all of my beloved tribe handlers uh, who did such a good job in keeping you guys safe and uh, not as grumpy. They didn't feed you. They didn't do anything to help you survive, but they they filmed your, your tears. And uh, now you can watch it back and enjoy it. Um, Carter, Sean, Elder, and Savannah, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I just want to give you guys one second to talk about the charities again that you're playing for and remind everybody of why you came out and did the darn thing and played Live to Give. Um, Carter, why don't you hit us with it first? What charity were you playing for out there? Yeah, so I was playing with the charity that my mom had initially chose um, called the Pay It Forward Fund something that was really close to our families. It helps families that are going through the exact situation we were going through with uh, my mom dealing with cancer and helping just pay kind of your daily bills and things like that, that maybe get overlooked um, as far as things that need to get done, especially with moms that have younger kids and things like that. So it was really cool to be able to, to play that something that, you know, was so close to, to our family. Awesome. Awesome. Elder. Tell us again yeah, I'm, playing for. I'm playing for more uh, School of Empowerment. They 
they sort of provide new Americans, uh, immigrants, refugees, the tools they need to, you know, survive and make a life for themselves here in Minnesota, in particular St. Paul and Minneapolis. And they are getting a lot of new people these days because of, you know, the political change, but also because of Afghanistan and all that stuff. So uh, they're doing a lot of great work and they're pretty close to my heart and my wife's heart as well, so. And Savannah, tell us again, the charity that you raised so much money for, let us know. Yeah, I raised money for a, a NAMI, um, Minnesota specifically, uh, it's the National Alliance for Mental Illness. Um, their biggest focus is destigmatizing mental health and mental, um, taking care of what you need and supporting the families who need help and doing that. It's super close to my family and as it should be everyone because you know we all have mental health and we all need to take care of ourselves and um, you know NAMI is a great resource for to get started on some of those things. So yeah. Yes, if you haven't, uh, there's Meet Me videos for every player who participated in this season and everybody talks about their charity in more detail. Um, I loved getting to edit those videos and learn more about why everybody is here and you know, you're all here for the right reasons. This isn't just The Bachelor. Um, but guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. Um, Savannah, we're so sad to see you go. And Carter and Elder, we are keeping our eyes on you as players. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to Live to Give on YouTube. Join us on Instagram, on Twitter. Check out Live Reality Games, all that good stuff. You know, I know. Make sure to tune in. Next episode, Sean, do you know it's next Sunday, right? Oh my goodness, you're putting me on the spot and I want to say is. it yeah. is next Sunday and then we go yeah. on a little bit of a hiatus for a couple weeks, if I remember correct. No, yes. two more well, Sundays in a row. If they stick to the schedule, it's two more in a row and then a hiatus. Okay, well, see, Elder pays more attention than I do, so that explains it. Wow, so yeah, so it. listen to Elder, two more Sundays. That, you know, we'll see. It may change, but that's yeah. the All I know priority. is I'm going to be in Minnesota soon, so I hope to see some of you. Um, and thank you, everybody, for watching, for commenting, um, especially all the players. We love to hear from you. Okay, guys, we're going to end the